This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown! No flags! Cowboys lead! Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone! How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas! Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys! Cowboy Nation! Does that sound like Jono? Absolutely not. It's pretty good. That was pretty close, so, wasn't I it? That was terrible. That, that, I, I had to do it. Anyway, Cowboy Nation, Steve-O here. Marbles first. Get that. Rawr. No kidding. <laughs> Jono, old sausage fingers, taking a trip across the pond. He is in lovely uh, London. Is what we say? Lovely with London? I have no idea. No idea? Have you been to London, Ryan? Never. Rich, no? Negative Ghost Rider. Okay, I've been there. It's actually a pretty cool city. Um Got to say that, right? But no, it's an awesome city. Jono's over across the pond on, I guess, what do they call that? Holiday, if you're on, if you're from Europe, right? Oh, that's getting like a scouting report or something. Doing no. something. He's across there. So you got Steve-O here today. Rich back with us, a normal uh, podcaster on the Cowboys podcast. Uh, Rich? Wow, glad to be back. I know. You, we're all the Dallas Cowboy gear and everything. Well, absolutely. You're, I had to. You're ready to go. And then Ryan. This hey, is hey. what your second show you're doing with us. This is did one last year, and now Here this again. year. Anyway, yeah. so number two, hey, he, baby, right. ching. You know what? It, it's it's amazing when um when when we have a good game and we send out that text. Hey, we're doing a show, and there's like <laughs> five or six of us guys are like, yeah, let's do it. So I really want to be on it last week just to help Jono. You know. Calm down, not have a freaking heart attack, stroke, and everything else. He was on the, the text exchange wanting to fire everybody from Garrett to uh, Dak Prescott. I'm like, John, oh, calm down. So when he gets going, I just know to back off. But how'd that show go, by the way? You know, I don't know. <laughs> did he get, I think he got pissed. He did the post game without us. He did. Wait, he did yeah, solo. He, I, I didn't yeah, listen he, to well, it. Well, he yet. went with Travis. So Travis, I appreciate you. I think he caught uh, kept Jono in line. But then him and I did another one on Thursday, and that way, or, you know, that time I got to talk a little bit about, you know, the debacle with the Jets, and then we got sure. to preview this one. So guys, just to let you guys know, if you've listened to the show regularly, you know how I took a big one for the team during last show. I said, "Here's what I'm going to do." I'm betting against the Cowboys. $100. One hundy against the boys. And everybody knows my philosophy. If the Cowboys win, it's $100 well spent. Right? If the Cowboys lose, at least I got a little extra Lucci in my pocket. Right? So it's a win-win for me no matter what. Now, I, I, I mean, $100 for a win? Come on. Did you think we were going to beat the Eagles? I did. Ryan, I, I don't, I don't believe uh, Rich, you're a notorious liar. I know that. We'll take that with a grain of salt. I haven't lied in a week. <laughs> you don't even lie down. <laughs> it's true. I did not. I did not either. No, I didn't think so. And I didn't think it was going to be 
Now, I definitely didn't think it was going to be 37 10. I think it was going to be much closer than that. But I figured we're going to come out. Garrett's on the hot seat. You know, you just lost to the Jets for crying out loud. A team that scored two offensive touchdowns in five weeks of football. They put up three touchdowns against us in the first half. I mean, Are come you, on. Come on, Rich. If you watch the team against the Jets, I did. And you watch the team. Against the Eagles, well, it looked like two completely different teams. It was, and well, don't get me into the whole. Well, the you didn't play anybody we in the first the, three games. Yeah, we had this. Uh, I don't know. We did play people the first three games. We won. We established ourselves. We just kind of. Uh, I think we took the Saints too lightly with having Bridgewater as quarterback, thinking Breeze was out, and then the Jets. We just completely overlooked. At the ha- at, after halftime, we came back and battled, and well, I don't know. I'm one, and you saw in the text exchange here. I hate it when officials determine the game keep those dang flags in your pocket I mean yeah there could be a penalty called on every single play that doesn't necessarily mean you need to call a penalty on every single play that pick play I know we're going back a few weeks against the Jets uh, uh, I think there were seven straight plays seven straight plays and a lot of them in the Cowboys favor sure sure but there were seven straight plays where they threw flags I'm with you Rich I, I, I don't like we're starting to see sports because there's so much money involved yeah. in every aspect. Not only the guys, you know, everybody talks about, oh, the good old days where the guys had to go out and, you know, they were like <laughs> leather helmets. Yeah, leather helmets. <laughs> they had to go have second jobs during the offseason and stuff like that. There's so much money in, in this. And these guys are so valuable. Patrick Mahomes is so valuable to the Kansas City Chiefs that you can't have him. You don't want him out. You can't afford to have him out because it's a financial impact. So they make all these rules to protect them and, and you know, and the touch file. And, and then let's get instant replay in here and, and let's look at this and let's look at that. It, it's ruining the game. Yep. And, and for that matter, I don't know, is it ruining the game? The kids that are 10 years old right now don't know any different. But Well, we want to protect them. We don't want them to grow up brain dead but, but like we are. But. Right. But what I'm saying is they don't, they've only known the NFL one way. And I, I get on the kick about the baseball, too. The same thing with, Strike zone. The, with everything. It's so It's a boring game now. Now, granted, the NFL isn't boring, but it's so hard to establish rhythm and, 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 and stuff that you look at these players. Michael Irvin would have never – he would have been cut his first year in the NFL. He pushed off more than anybody. <laughs> He and, would. And those he, were push-offs, man. And those Total were Total form extensions. I mean, I mean Amari uh, Cooper's – yeah, the, the, the couple of those calls. He his elbows were still bent. How do you call that a push off? You know, you gotta have a full extension, right? I mean, that almost looks like when the last time I saw you in the gym, Steve, when you were doing bench press. Yeah, you, you never fully extended your arms. It was those, those halfers. Well, it he's was, got them all racked out. He's got there's twenty fives on each side of the bar. Yeah, and he's like, I'm blowing it out here, but his arms never never extended. But Steve got a workout, so that's all that matters. Most of the time, I'm in the gym. I'm working out my jaw. I'm on that alligator machine, just talking. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I do for a living. I talk. It's what I do. It's what I do. Speaking of which, it is hot in here. The computer, folks, the computer screen isn't working. I'm going to press one of these buttons to see oh, what God, this is. I don't think that's smart. That's the firing line. Oh, that's not the one I wanted. That's what we were talking about after oh, the Jets my game. Gosh. So, have you seen all this, these I, doodads? When I do my show, I push the red record button, and that's all that I'm allowed to touch. So, I think this might be the one I want. No. Ooh, I don't know about that. I have no idea what that's going to mean for the show, but there's one I was looking for. I think it might be the bottom one, but I won't keep pressing them. But the bottom line is this. So if John is listening right now, what do you think he's thinking? Oh, John drunk in London. Oh, okay. 
He was down at Piccadilly Circus, you know, taking pictures of stuff. There's Piccadilly no, Circus. What I don't even know what that is. It's like Times Square, but in London. Ryan, do you know that? Nope. Oh, there we go. Really? No. Listeners, do you know that? No, Scream at the radio right now. Yeah, they know that. They know that. Okay. Come on. Come on, Piccadilly Circus. They're educated. But yeah, I mean, it's just like Timeshare. It's a pretty phenomenal place. Um, but like I said, the computer isn't working. I don't know. We casted something up here, and it's stuck on a 3710 score, but we can't get to any highlights. But we want to talk about the game a little bit. Absolutely. And break it down. And and the, the real thing, Rich, is what you were alluding to. You take the Saints a little lightly. You're snake bit by Aaron Rodgers, who owns... Owns, Jerry's house. He owns the NFL. Right. That game, uh, you go in and you got an Owen four team, the Jets at or Owen five, whatever they were. They haven't yeah. they haven't won in this decade, maybe. Who knows? Or well, the quarterback's coming off mono. Quarterback right? had Who's mono. He making out with? <laughs> and and I really think you're looking at it, and this is why we didn't want Jono here. Jono hates the term trap game. Was the Jets game a trap game when you're looking at, oh, we got the Eagles coming up, division rival, the only people that can compete in the East with us. Absolutely. I, I, well, obviously, we weren't there in the practice facility. We don't know what went on that week. But the mindset, you know I'm about mindset. You, you, you overlooked that team. You, you're not putting in all the extra hits and reps in practice. You're just Your mind's already looking toward Philadelphia. You're looking toward that game at home. And what happens is, they came out and they got behind. Now, they battled like heck in the second half, but as we mentioned, the officials had a lot to do with the second half. Sure, a lot of the calls went our way, but you cannot get any momentum going when every gosh darn play there's a flag. It just come on. And then you, you have no idea what's a penalty and what's not a penalty. What do, what do you do here? I was yelling at the screen, let's just play flag football. And my 10-year-old said, well, Dad, that could be taken two ways. The officials are actually playing flag football. I'm like, that's pretty good, good for old a 10-year-old. Good old Emmett out there spitting the, spitting the science. Ryan, same thing. Trap game? I mean, you're an athlete. Yeah. I mean, I think it could have been. I don't know. I don't know. We we are I don't I wouldn't consider it a trap game because we already we lost two in a row already. So I think that was a pretty important game that the boys wanted two. to win. They weren't looking the Eagles quite yet. Because okay. we were already down we already lost two in a row. So you're not under the camp that hey, we're looking forward to the Eagles. The Jets don't have much of anything. Let's go out there. And, okay, we're down two receivers. We're down two tackles. You know, let's battle our ass off. We're going to have a tough day today. Because, to me, it was a completely different team in week – what was it, week seven? Is that what we're in? Week six? What, I don't even know what uh, – It was six. week six against week, the Jets. Week, seven. week six. Week seven. To complete to week seven. Yeah. Right. Completely different. The play calls are different. The protection, obviously, you can you know that you don't have Fleming back there who's just letting people go by him. You know, <laughs> you got Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins back playing. Amari Cooper, Cooper's back. Yep. you know, Cobb's back. You had everybody back. The bye week now, we'll get into that. It's coming at a perfect time. Yes, it is. Uh, get everybody healthy. Get another week's rest. But I, I just, man, I, there was something different about it. And, and I get it. The four guys back. But at the end of the day, the play calls were different. The tackling was different. And you're talking about going up supposedly against an elite third-year quarterback or fourth-year quarterback, what he is in Carson Wentz, compared to Sam Darnold. Right. So, which, by the way, he just looked like trash last night against the Patriots, which their defense is – Of course he did. <laughs> doing something <laughs> yeah, crazy. The Patriots defense right now. 
I mean, I heard a stat last night. Out of their seven games, five of them, they've had a 24-point lead at least. I mean, that's ridiculous. Well, this is through seven weeks now, and they've yeah. given up three touchdowns, I think. Before that game started, they said they gave up three touchdowns. Well, they didn't get a touchdown last they night. Touch- it's still at three <laughs> it touchdowns. It was 33-nothing. <laughs> they did not get a touchdown. That's unbelievable. Yeah. And, and, and I, folks, we have them coming up. I know. In a couple of weeks. Well, in, I don't know. I don't want to say my hater of the Patriots. I just do not like the Patriots. I, I liked them back in the 70s when Steve Grogan was their quarterback. Wonder why. Yeah, Rich Grogan. <laughs> Uncle Steve when Uncle Steve was quarterbacking him. Uncle Steve, that's right. But, uh, I, you know, the Brady era, I respect him as a quarterback, but I don't know as a person. But that's, that's, that's for another show. I'm on record of saying that I'm a big favorites guy. I love it. I love guys. I, I mean, I like the underdog. I like somebody coming out and doing something that you, nobody expects. But to me... When you have the talent and you've put in the work and you ha- you've built the team and, and, and everything, I like those guys winning. Okay? I don't like David beating Goliath all the time. I like, to me, <laughs> I would rather have, and I always, I, I'd rather go 13-3 and three on the season, okay. win the NFC East, get home field advantage, go through and, and win the Super Bowl, as opposed to being you know, nine and seven and getting a wild card and going through. I would celebrate the 13 and three, the 14 and two season more and go, hey, yeah, we should have won that. We are the best team as opposed to we are nine and seven. We squeaked in and we we're still won. talking about the Patriots. We're still talking about anything. Yeah. So I'm a big fan. Yeah, we're talking about the Patriots because right. getting back to that, I am a, a, a Patriots. Like I like them. I like seeing this in the NFL. I like guys that, you know, this, especially with, it'd be different if they had a new quarterback in there and a new head coach, and it was like, oh, man, Patriots, Patriots, Patriots. I'd like to but see him lose to the Browns this week. That's what they're playing, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would be an ultimate trap game, huh? Yeah. Ultimate trap. I don't know. The, the defense has a lot to do with that, and I think that's what let us down against, um, you know, some of these teams here that we've lost to that, that, that our defense just sure. kind of get, mm-hmm. you know, against the Jets, shimmy and shook out of their, their boots, and next thing you know, you're well, in you a hole. Van Rash not making tackles. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it, it was – I don't know if they were up for it as well as they could have been. In the second half, they turned it on. But uh, you're, already, you're already down and, then, of course, turned into a flag game after that. But, anyway, moving on. Moving on. A, Let's talk victory, about the game. Right? We had, we had a, a victory. victory. And we showed up, and, you know, a lot of people could say the Eagles did not show up. Of course, uh, I just think we outplayed him on both sides of the ball. We got both tackles back, so we protected Dak a little bit. He got to settle in the pocket a little bit more. And we had Zeke running like Zeke runs. I mean, he had a mission. He was looking forward to that game, you could tell, because previous weeks I wasn't too impressed with uh, the way he was running the ball, kind of gingerly. He got his nose in there and really was looking for people to punish. I really like that. So as you guys go through, I'll I'll try to throw out stats since the, the screen isn't working here. But Zeke, 22 carries for 111. And one touchdown, yep. right? And then Dak, a, a very, very good game. I obviously, if you're throwing for 467 like you had to Against the week the Jets, before, right. you know that's probably not a recipe for Cowboy football the way we see it this year. Dak, 21 of 27, 239. He did have a pick, but he had the touchdown as well there. So just some of the play calls were – were a lot better this week than I had seen in the, the previous couple of weeks. Sure. I agree. And I think this this 239 yards, that's what we need from Dak. We don't need 300-yard, 400-yard games from him. That's not really what Dak does. I mean, that's what we that's not what we need him for when we have Ezekiel Elliott able to run the ball. I think I felt like the the offense was just it was just a much more balanced offense. 
the effort, you know, they, they, you could see the effort was to get Zeke involved. Absolutely. And it was, it was well-balanced. And, and it has to be. And, and obviously, you're going to have Zeke, and you're going to have Amari, who Amari stats here, five wow. receptions for 106, right? So you ha- those are your big plays. Those are your, those are your horses. But you got Cobb that's always a good possession receiver. You got Pollard that can come in and spell Ezekiel Elliott, right? Those guys did well. You have Witten, who's always your safety net there, always seems to get that big third down catch. The thing that I like is working a little Tavon Austin in there, okay? Gallup had some catch. Gallup, uh, three catches, 34. Tavon had that big, you know, run for a touchdown, when you talked about creative plays, how about that play? That's to it. Tavon Austin. And then, of course, the touchdown to um, oh, backup tight end, Jarvin. Jarwin. 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 Uh, that was a heck of a play. And did you hear yeah. the announcers on that? Oh, I don't think there's been an easier touchdown ever scored. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one. So, so there's a deal. And, and that's exactly what we talked about with Cowboy football. And one of you guys on your computer box while I'm blowing hot air around here, look at time of possession and, and overall turnovers and everything like that. But we talked about cowboy football, and I know it seems like we're beating that horse. But we talk about control the ball, control the line of scrimmage, run, right? Yep. Time of possession, don't turn it over, and you'll be fine. And, and then to mix in a couple of Dak Prescott runs, which 30 yards from, yeah, the, from the running position for him, right? From, from scrambling and getting downfield, probably a couple big first downs. And... The touchdown, sure. Which I think I saw something. They were showing some highlights, and Elliot came over. Zeke came over and said something like, "Yeah, you're gonna hear, you're gonna see me on that play, cussing because he wanted the touchdown pass, and <laughs> Dak tucked it and went in <laughs> for a relative. I won't say an easy score, but but made the right call, obviously, because he well he used his legs. That's used what his legs. Yep. Well, that folks. Ryan talked about balance. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. cowboy football. You you play within your strengths. And that's what yeah. you do. Ryan talked about balance there. You had 27 pass attempts. And if my math is right here, let's say that's 30, 36 uh, carries, right? 22 for Zeke, uh, 5 for Dak, 8 for Tony Pollard, and then uh, Tavon Austin on that touchdown for 20 yards. That's, that's utilizing the run game. Now, granted, they were up late, so they're going to run the ball more to kill, uh, eat the clock and mm-hmm. kill some time here. But that is balance, as Ryan brought up there. And I think a big stat right at the top there, Amari Cooper, if I'm not mistaken, he didn't play at all in the second half against the Jets, did he? No, he didn't. I, no, I he was out. He was out. So, I mean, that's he's averaged, I don't know what his season average is, but he's he's up there. The game before that, I know he had 200-something yards against the Saints, or I'm sorry, the Packers. So, you got to have everybody uh, firing. Right. Yeah, or, or at least giving them the opportunity Duty. because yep. we've talked about why that Amari Cooper trade was so big you know, a couple years ago or last year, is the fact that it now gives Dak a legitimate mm-hmm. number one receiver that you have to respect. And all of a sudden, and you got to you got to pick your poison. And 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 if you got a good quarterback who has a, a good head on his shoulders, and, and then to run the ball, and also has the legs to run, mm-hmm. you cannot defend the team. Mm-hmm. So then all you have to do is stay within yourself and not turn the ball over. It's a simple formula. I know it's a hard game, folks, but it's a simple formula. And we've been talking about this, okay? This isn't the West Coast offense 
This no. isn't Bill Walsh, you know, the chink and a chunk and, 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 and doing the yards after catch and uh, a little bit like what Brady does um, with all that. But this is just that was good football, what we want to see as a fan. Yep. You got the turnover early. Which is well, how many turnovers we end up with? Four. Well, we, we capitalize on the two early. We put right. those right in the end zone, which is which. What, what do you have to do? Yeah, and, and you got off to the fast start. Absolutely. We. That's the other thing we've talked about is get in the lead. It's hard to play. I mean, we against the the Packers. We're marching a field. You know, marching the ball down the field, down the field, down the yep. field. Dak just off with a little bit of a pass. Hits Cobb in the hands. Floats up right into the Packers' yep. safety's hands. Right. So. All of a sudden, you're marching. That game might be completely different if that ball is either completely dropped or if it's caught. Sure. Right? Well, momentum swings. We and talk about it all the time. Yeah. Go ahead, Ryan. I'm sorry. And that, and that was one of the points I was going to bring up, too, was the fundamental football was, was there this week. If you look back at the Saints game and the Packers game, the, the boys were moving the ball. It just they – would, they would have that one, that one cough up. That was a, if the, whether it was a fumble or an interception, you know, and it stopped. It's kind of it stopped momentum, but right. they were moving the ball in both those games decently well. I mean, they would start at the twenty on you know on their at their twenty, and get all the way down to the to the opponent's twenty, and and then right. a fumble or something would happen. Well, that I, didn't happen this game. I hate to you know because we I know you guys have listened to the show out there, um, so you know we've already kind of gone over the Jets game, but. Now, two new guys in here, so I want to ask you, as we go back to that game, going back to our initial opening salvo of the show today, did we take the Jets too lightly? And my my point is it's fourth and two down on the 14-yard line or whatever it was against the Jets, and we went for it. And it was a long two or long one, whatever the actual was. Bad play call. It never looked like it was going to develop into anything. Turned the ball over on downs. If you kick the field goal there, that's a 10-point swing. Three for you, seven they don't get on the next play. Boom, boom, right? So, to me, I still like the play call going for it. I still like the confidence in saying, hey, we're this close. We're going to be able to get two yards. Mm -hmm. And if we don't, our defense is going to hold. Little did we know that the next play play was going to happen. Everybody else – is under the camp of, hey, that's a terrible, terrible decision. Get your points while you have it, you know. But I think that, to me, that's always hindsight. Well, right? yeah, we can learn from it. I, I still go back to, and, and you know, maybe they, they had a two-game losing streak, so they should have prepared a little bit more. But I'm thinking they're, eh, you know, it's the Jets. They're focusing more on the Eagles. It's almost like, you know, going into a fight and you're overlooking the guy, and now you're involved in this fight. You're like, oh, my gosh, I've got more of a fight than I'd expected here. But you can't flip the switch because there's nothing there. There's no juice. And that's kind of the fourth and two, you know, that wasn't there. Even the two-point conversion, that looked like it hadn't been practiced, you know. It just bleh, wasn't right. a whole lot there. Well, I, I just was – as I was looking through those stats, Meyer, Brett? Yep. 63-yarder. 63-yard. And did you realize this was another thing? I know they got these statistics for absolutely everything, the ball speed now and where the ball went. and it, mm-hmm. that, that, I didn't, had not seen those before. But they said average, it would have went, when it hit the back of the net, 66 yards. And that's outside of Denver, right? Yeah. And the, then the Which Prater in owns. York, Matt Prater, from I believe he was with the Broncos at the time, Yeah, set the record at 64. 64. And I think you kicked one. Didn't you kick one about uh, in Denver? 
don't think that ball's come down yet, has it? <laughs> I did not <laughs> kick a ball in Denver, but I you wish kicked I could one have. In, uh, where were you kicking the ball? You were in, in the I was in Dallas. Yeah. I was in, at the Star in Dallas. The Star. Yeah, 35. 35. Hamstring feeling better? I know that was a couple years ago. Yeah, is, is yeah, it better? Yeah. All right. it, it'd be better now. I, I'd get a little bit more oomph on it. But that's huge, 63. Oh, that's mm-hmm. incredible. When the week before, it, he, he had 260. He's the only guy in history with at least two well, 62s. he kicked a 62 and like a 54, and then he missed the 38 or right. something. So, but, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, you know why he's out there kicking. If you can hit a 63-yarder, you're doing something right. So, like I said, I hate to get off that uh, – you know, a little tangent, but we've had our fair share of misses out there with him. Gimme's, yep. so to speak. And uh, for him to nail a 63 was huge and helped me in fantasy football, too. That's a nice six pointer there. Six-pointer yeah. There. <laughs> That's a good one there. That's a good one. Those are the ones you like. So that's a good um, one, Bobby. <laughs> so what else you guys got here? Uh, what was our time of possession? 32 and some change. So that's about straight have. up? Yeah, yeah. So it was a 32 and some change. There's about a five-minute difference, I think, is what total. Okay. We had an extra five minutes on them. Well, Steve, you are talking about turnovers, uh, and Ryan alluded to, you know, you hang on to the ball. Obviously, turnovers are a swing, a momentum swing. And what we had, it was against the Saints, Witten fumbles. When has that happened? And Never. Elliot fumbles. How often does that happen? Never. So those little bitty things you were talking about, those little bitty, well, little bitty things add up to what? A big thing, right? right. A, lot of, a lot of littles add up to one big. And, and that's the momentum part that you allude to all the time with it is, is the fact that you're marching. It's not like Teddy Bridgewater beat us or the Saints beat us. We kind of beat ourselves in that game. And then, of course, the Jets. But that's in the past now. Turn the page, baby. We whooped up on the Eagles on primetime, baby, Sunday night football, which was big, which was huge. The fans were all into it, which is great. You know, sometimes – it almost seems like the Cowboy fans get a little complacent and they're cheering. They're just like, okay, we're going to win this thing. I, I really liked it with the energy and uh, who they have, Lawrence and Dak, at the end of the uh, the game, interviewed with uh, Tafoya, Michelle there. Yeah. And they were saying, yeah, the, the energy was in the building. We could feel it. So let's go on to Tank and his Hot Boys crew or whatever they call themselves. And Jono was very critical of our defensive line this past week. During the show, during the recap of what happened with the Jets, during the preview of what we expected here, they must have listened to the show, and I know they do. I know Robert <laughs> Quinn isn't on a big social media guy. I think he's a subscriber, but uh, Tank obviously is because Jono jumped on him and, and basically said, hey, where are you? Where are you with all those millions and millions of dollars? You got to show up, and he did, and they got pressure. That's the thing that I guess that – boggles my mind is how can you look like a completely different team from the scheme standpoint what is it in you know like in baseball and i I always reference baseball sure hitting's contagious right you can strikeouts so are strikeouts (laughs) if you're sitting there if your pitcher's walking the ball yard you know and it's a you know 3-0-3-1 count he's already walked three and a guy hits a sharp you know one hopper you know just outside of your reach you're probably you're on your heels a little bit i get that part of it but in football how can you go that jekyll and hyde you would think you would that would be because it's an aggressive game because of its you know, there's not that many fact you're always involved right you're always involved that you could be that bad one week and then the next week just come out and look so good. 
the pass rush was unreal. I mean, they were getting they look good. Getting mm-hmm. to Wentz. They were making him uncomfortable. And you go, where you know, and I and I guess it's just the against the Jets game, because I think they had a decent pass rush against the Packers. It's just Aaron Rodgers is much more polished. And he moves in and out of the pocket better. Much more crafty, if you will. Crafty. But that's my thing. That's what baffles me when I look at this game and go, that was dominance on the defensive line. And Dak had all day to throw out there a lot. Dominance in the offensive line. Recipe for wins, that's for sure. Agreed. Everybody in agreement? Can we put that to rest? <laughs> I'll second that. Second that? Okay. Second the motion. Motion passed. So we got to get on, and, and I want to talk about, and it's probably going to blindside you guys uh, a little bit, but we got the bye week. We're coming up on where if you're going to make a move with trade deadline, which anybody want to type that in, find out what date that is, I guess I can do it. Um, what do you look for? Are we looking to make any moves? Well, have you heard uh, Van Der Ash, is that minor neck injury? Is he all right? Minor. Okay, good. And their tackles are... They're, they're, they're back they're, in and they got a week to heal. heal. Good, good, good. You know, I don't know that um, we're strong in the running game. The receiver core is solid. Uh, our linebacker core, I think, is deeper than it's ever been. And it was good to see. I obviously hated to see uh, Van Der Ash go out and down. But Sean Lee, when he have six tackles... Yeah, he jumped in there, and uh, I know he's more of a limited role now due to injuries. That's a shame, but uh, they have Van Der Ash and, of course, Jalen Smith. What a stud. And those yeah. two, 54 and 55, bring in the heat and the thunder. I, I really like watching those guys play. I, I don't – Ryan, do you see anything? It's kind of tough. I mean, special teams, I think we're good there. I mean, it, 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 while you're kind of looking those stats up, what? and you guys may have talked about this on a previous show, the kickoff. I'm sure fans are asking – is, is it a joke? Are they going to do something about that? I mean, it, it's almost a bypass it anymore. I was just talking about a, a Sunday night game while we were watching. It's like, why even have it anymore? Just start the ball at the 25, be done. And then you get Corderell Patterson, who yeah, runs one did, back for did. 103 yards. <laughs> yeah. That you, you know, no sooner is that out of your mouth than somebody's going, well, Patterson well, here. There it's you like, go. Hey, are they going to get rid of pitchers hitting in the National League? And then somebody hits a home run. They're like, well, why would you ever do that? You know, I mean, it's lightning in a bottle. I get it. But the reason why I brought it up is it's always a touchback. And then there's zero chance of anybody getting an onside Onside kick. kick, And then the Bears get it twice on Sunday. (laughs) And I'm like, Jesus Christ, what is going on here? Every time, like I said, folks, if I tell you to buy a stock, sell a stock, short it. If I tell you this is going to happen, go completely opposite. If I tell you to bet on the Cowboys, bet against them. It's that easy. Whatever I say, it's the opposite. Wow. I know. It's brutal. There you go, folks. There's your stock tip for the week. Yeah. Trade deadline <laughs> is going to be next Tuesday, uh, October 29th, and we see some teams moving. Obviously, Ramsey moved. Peters moved. Um, Sanu just moved uh, today or last night, I guess. Really? Uh, Mohamed Sanu from uh, – they uh, went to the Patriots. Got a little bit better, did they? Uh. So, um you know, you look at all this stuff and you say, okay, is there anything that the Cowboys need? And the only thing I can think of is obviously a little bit of depth for your offensive line. I'm not sure that you can count on either one of your tackles, Smith or Collins, making it for the rest of the year. Heaven forbid that both of them go out at the same time like they did because I think we're in for a world of hurt 
But I could almost guarantee with some sort of certainty that neither one are going to make it or at least the entire season. Somebody's going to have to sit out. Okay. It's just a nature of the business and a nature of their history. So do you look for some offensive line help? It'd be nice. Yeah, that's, it, it'd definitely be nice. I'm not sure where, where you look, though. Yeah, I don't know either. Let's see. Uh, the tough thing. And kind of looking ahead here. Obviously, we got the bye week, which is uh, – I, I think this is a good time to have the bye week. You, well, some people could say, hey, you just came off a big win. Uh, we're going to keep the momentum going. And the others, uh, let's get everybody healthy for the stretch run here. And looking ahead, we got the Giants coming up. And then uh, we got with the Vikings. And then no. what do we got after that? Oh, the Lions, so, the Patriots. So when you look at this, he, he obviously you don't. I'm not looking at receivers. I'm not looking at running back. Um, I'm not looking at at quarterback. Uh, defensive backs seem to be, you know, somewhat, you know, healthy and, and, and pretty good. I know. I think Byron uh, Jones was out. Linebackers. I, I like Lee as a backup. Those guys yep. seem to be good. Our defensive line, as long as they're playing, they got contracts. They seem to be good. The offense is where you're looking, right? Offensive line. They don't have anybody listed in here in CBS Sports as, as, as the Cowboys as a looker, as a buyer. But they did have an interesting seller here. And that would be the Washington Redskins. And they do have a tackle out there. Trent Williams is pretty darn good. I don't see that happening. Washington is a seller. Is that shocked seller. anyone out no. there? Yeah. One and six. One and six. They need to rebuild. But, you know, from that aspect – Football is not like baseball where there's, you know, a handful of key moves, you know, at the trade deadline. Usually it's fairly quiet, but we have seen some guys move this year and some decent sized names move. So it'd be interesting to see if, uh, if there's anything out there for the Cowboys to do. Um, because I sure would like to get a little depth, a little bit of help on that offensive line just to make sure that, we don't have that struggle if somebody does go down. Well, we saw it happen. When yeah. Both tackles were down. Dak was exposed. And we realize how important in the league. I mean, what more, what more important position is there than the O-line? Look at, look at the Browns right now and where they're at. I mean, that is a high – that should be a very skilled offense. And they're not doing anything because they don't have a line. It, it, it's it's the most important position. I mean, it, you got to protect your money maker, yeah. right? Yep, you have yep. to. You have to. So, from that aspect, I, I you know we're going to have an active today's Tuesday. The what, are we at the twenty second. Was that what we are? Sure, something like that. We'll go with it. Just say <laughs> yes, and we'll move on. So Just by the time yes, the show gets out there, be good. But <laughs> time it gets over to Jono in London, we're <laughs> yeah. Well, Jono's it's already yesterday there, right? Or yes. tomorrow? Is it tomorrow? It's tomorrow there. I'm not sure. Yesterday? Yesterday. He's, he's, he's singing the song. Here, let's play this one. Oh, here we go. In the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? <laughs> hey, how about that one? That was a good one. I might have had that I was that wondering one. where you're going with that one. You got, you got to make sure you edit that, uh, that, that movie out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the big deal with that. But we go into the bye week. Time to get healthy. Comes at a good time. Far too often with the NFL – you know, with just What's that the, stand for again, Steve? Yeah, not for long in Rich's book. <laughs> but when you have those well, buys between, I know they haven't. I I usually give you a little pay a little tribute. Appreciate Jono that. hates it. But what is it from week four to week uh, twelve? They have buys now. So yeah, I think so. You know, if you catch one too early, then you got to go twelve more weeks 
If you catch one too week too late, like if you catch week eleven or week twelve, you know you don't get that good break in there. I would love to see them. If I could, if I could be president, right, commissioner of the NFL, I would love to see him go to that eighteenth uh, week and get two buys in there, get hmm. a couple early, one early, and get one late like that. Interesting perspective. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, if you're going to protect guys, and if and if there's that much money, and I know the owners all scream with, "Well, that's 18 weeks," and that's how these guys get paid. They get paid by the week. The contracts all change, right? Now, now they're paid on a 17 week schedule. If it goes to 18, cost goes up, or their per game goes down, and nobody wants to fight for payments going down and everything. You know, so it gets a little convoluted. But at the end of the day, I would like to see where you got two bye weeks in there. What's your thoughts on that? I'd always like more football. I mean, if I can get an extra week of football, whether <laughs> if it means, I mean, two weeks, still same amount of Cowboys football. It's just one extra week of any, of just NFL football. Right. And I'm down for that. Wow. <laughs> Fans, we'd love to, love to hear your thoughts on that. Go to, uh, where can they find the show? Cowboyspodcast.com, babe. Cowboyspodcast.com. Oh, what about on Facebook? got to remind these these folks because I don't even remember. I believe it's Cowboys Podcast <laughs> on Facebook. I believe it's Cowboys Podcast on Twitter. I think so, it's Cowboys Podcast. So go to Cowboys Podcast there and drop drop your thoughts in. Let Steve-O know. I think Travis might go ahead and – Travis put something out there. If he, I think he's like an administrator. He likes to put all those – He likes uh, doing that stuff. Yeah, all those, all those things. So – um, but that's really it, man. We got a bye week. That wasn't a very good plug, but that's all right. We'll move on. <laughs> what do you want? You want to go through lineup media and, uh, hey, what, we're in the Dr. Pepper lounge. What are we at? What are you know? Wait, we're looking for sponsors. We're looking for, you know, come on in, babe. You can be anything you want to be. Wow. There you go, folks. The you door like is now open. Good job, Steve. I'm off my game right now because somebody keeps texting. My phone is literally blowing up. It's brutal. So back and forth here. And it's Steve, fantasy football. Steve, let me ask you this. Did you see that text about Urban Myers? Or that text? The comment? I did Urban not. Meyer. You didn't? Rich, did you see this? I've, Urban Meyer came out and said that he would love to play work or coach for the Cowboys. Really? 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 Jerry Jones had a comment and said that he's, of course, sticking with Garrett. But at least so he, he made a public he made a public announcement saying Garrett's his guy. But I tell you what, if I was Jerry Jones, as soon as I made that public announcement, I'd be sh- I'd be shooting old uh, Urban Meyer a, a message saying, "Hey, just keep holding for a little bit." <laughs> I would keep that in my back pocket. <laughs> so th- keep so, my number. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that goes to show you. I mean, this is Garrett's ninth season, is it, or is it? Ninth, I think. I think it might be tenth. Tenth, he's going. He took over in. half uh, halfway from was it Wade Phillips. So, so, going back in the Rolodex there in right. memory. I mean, you're not winning, right? You haven't brought a championship here. Right. I'm a big fan. I'm a buy and hold guy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a get a guy. And I don't think there's a guy that – I don't think there's a guy in the league that has a bad word to say about Jason Garrett. I think he's an upstanding gentleman. I think he knows his football. He's played. I think he's well-respected. At the end of the day, you got to win. But I'm not a big fan of chasing that name. I'm not a fan. I, I know they're throwing out Lincoln Riley um, as well over at Oklahoma, right? Um, I, I like consistency, continuity, but I wouldn't be opposed to a change either. I mean, I, I just want to win. I want a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? It's been way too long without yeah. a Super Bowl here. It has. I mean, I'm starting to get old. 
Nah, no, 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 no. I'm still young at heart. So, but that, yeah, I, I, I like the, I like the thought process there. I mean, interesting, interesting, very. Sure. But how do you walk back that here. comment? If you're, if, if you said the kiss of death is always the vote of confidence from your owner. It's always the kiss of death. Wow. When the owner says, this is my man, I'm sticking with him. <laughs> He's fired next week. He's fired. <laughs> this is my guy. We're not going to make a change until the end of the season. Next yeah. week, Jerry's gone. Jerry's said that for a very long time, though. <laughs> he has been. Because Gary's been on the hot seat for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, among the general population. So, you know. So except for Jerry is he? So that's always a question in sports. Is the guy on the hot seat nationally, or is he just on the hot seat with fans? Because fans, it doesn't matter. If they, like... Mike Schilt with the Cardinals, St. Louis baseball Cardinals, had a fine season, and he, they were ready to fire him. The fans were. I'm sure every other person out there is like, sure. you guys are idiots, you know? Every other baseball fan is like, what's wrong with the guy? The guy's doing great. And I'm sure it's like that in every city. If you go to Chicago, I mean, that's what we're saying, right? Yep. Joe Madden's getting fired up in Chicago, and we're all like, why would you fire him? He just brought you world championship two years ago. <laughs> What have you done you know, for me lately? Yeah. It's, so, <laughs> right. I, you know, I'm sure it's like that everywhere, except for, I, I wonder if Bill Belichick's ever been, like the fans of up there cried for his head. He's 7-0. Yeah. We want him out of there. It should, we should have won 43 to nothing instead of 33 nothing. What's he thinking? Isn't that run up the score? Come on. Yeah. Right. I didn't cover my spread. Right. Hey, <laughs> give me your Boston accent there. Boston accent? No, I'm not no, that's, that. that's I don't not know what that I don't know. I'm not going to try. Yo. That's that's the Philadelphia. Yo, Adrian! What do you, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to look up things, and I can't Something find them here. khakis and car keys or whatever it is. <laughs> car keys, oh. khakis. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it, you know, that would be interesting. It, it's After a big win, I think that's kind of put to bed a little bit, right? Or are there still people clamoring for getting rid of Garrett? Well, you know there are. I mean, yeah. it's just, okay, so we won one game, but yet you lost to the Jets and you lost to the Saints and you lost to the Packers. Come on. I, I think this this season's a defining season for them. Because, I agree there. Because this team, I don't think anybody denies that this team could win a Super Bowl. The, it, I this mean, team, the ta- well. The talent is there. The, the talent. The talent is there to win a Super Bowl. I'm not sure they're built to win this Super Bowl because the Patriots look awfully uh. good. Oh, you correct. Know, right. The, right. The, with with uh, uh, Mahomes healthy, the Chiefs sure. look awfully good. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you weren't able to beat the breezeless Saints, and uh, you weren't able to take care of business at home against Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, but, yeah, yeah. this team looks like, on paper, they look like a contender. I'm not sure that they can win it this year. I'd love no, to. I, I'd love to find out. It could happen. I mean, all it's it's one game, right? All it takes is one game, you know. But you're right. There's some heavy hitters. So, moving on to the schedule a little bit. Absolutely. I could find that about Garrett. I'm sorry. Been you got the bye here. week, okay? Then you go and listen to this. You get another prime time game against the Giants on Monday night, which, coming off a bye for all intents and purposes, should be a laydown. But then you don't, don't practice like it's a lay down. But don't practice like it's a lay down. But once again, it's another trap game because the following week, on short rest, 
you get Sunday night again against the Vikings, which are playing pretty good right very, now. Very, very, very good football. Who did, did you expect the, that? I don't. Well, they want. I mean, that's one that they've spent the money. I mean, they got. Yeah, yeah if you look at it, they're kind of coming together. You you spent all that money on Kirk Cousins pedestrian type stats for the last two years now all of a sudden starting to play pretty good dalvin cook who went out with an injury a couple years ago now looks fully recovered which that's what timetable wise you expect a guy that blows out a knee come back and and now his talent's coming Diggs, Thielen, you know so you're still two weeks away Thielen tweaked a uh, or three weeks right Thielen tweaked a little hammy i'm sure he'll be back to 100% by then unless he re-aggravates it. So they look like a pretty good team. They do. And I look forward to those games because I, I want to see where we're at. You know, that's the – if we can compete with them, you know, or we get ran over, destroyed. Like, Well, that's know, the telltale it, signs. I mean, yeah. you, how do you gauge a game? We keep talking about the Jets game, but really, it's, I mean, they, they didn't show up. Yeah. That you weren't challenged. We, And I don't even know if we were challenged by the Eagles – you know what I mean? Right. I, I was uh, obviously I'm very very happy that we won. I'm very happy that we well we're dominated on both sides of the ball. But I don't know that the Eagles showed up. So right. you're, you're exactly right, Ryan. I, it, that's definitely a gauging game. I don't uh, I don't want to overlook the Giants, but I don't think that's going to be a game to determine where we're really at. But I think our first real game now in the kind of the second half of the season, if you will, is against the Vikings coming up on November 10th. And like Steve said, that's a Sunday night game. So that'll be interesting. It'll be real interesting. Well, I mean, if you look at the rest of the schedule, the Lions, all the potential in the world there. It Patriots, seems like obviously. They always have all the potential in the yeah. world. They, just, they, they never <laughs> amount to much. Right. Patriots, obviously, that speaks for itself. The Bills so, are not having a bad year. Well, no, let, let's go back to the Patriots. Okay. So are we going to go on record to say that's going to be the Patriots' first loss? <laughs> I'd have to see which <laughs> if if uh, which cowboy team Doctor Jekyll or Mister Hyde comes out that game. Yeah, um, you know, I think here's the deal: if you get that far into the season, if you're the Patriots, you get that far into the season. Boy, you you got to figure you're full throttle. You you're so close to you know you're at number ten. Perfection, you're so yeah. close to perfection again. Again, the elusive perfection. That man, do you, how do you not get up for every single game? And like I said, they just got, you know, an enhancement oh, there at wide a, receiver, a little help for Tom Brady. And that guy's no joke. He's a player. Yep. Sanu. Sanu. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, with the Patriot or, you know, the potential perfect season, the 72 Dolphins come out again and uh, work their black magic to make sure it doesn't happen. Remember, was it was a few years ago when the Patriots were on the verge. Ended up losing it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that thing, I believe that was the Super Bowl it in Indianapolis. Yep. Um, I was there, not at the – I was at the Super Bowl, but not at the game. We were at a, a bar. I mean, Indy's only four hours away from us, so we went out there for the week, uh, Super Bowl week, which, man, they did a great job at Indy for that. Even, you know, it wasn't super, super cold, even though it was in the middle of the, uh, the winter months out there, but the so, weather wait, cooperated. They, they controlled the weather in Indianapolis, They controlled too? the weather Gosh, and everything. Dang. That's amazing. So everything was within like kind of walking distance. It's pretty good time. That was a good time. Um, good stuff. But yeah, I, I'm not sure there's a hex that you can put on. Maybe there is. Maybe there, maybe there's something to this, uh, the curse of the Bambino or the curse of the goat or the curse of uh, Jimmy Johnson or I guess. I, I'm kind of hoping there's a curse of the Patriots to stop winning Super Bowls and for the Cowboys to, you know, get back on top. That guy's got to retire soon, doesn't he? <laughs> you no, know, Belichick. 
Brady, Matt Brady, all, all the above. <laughs> I mean, does if you're Bill Belichick, you have to stick around for a couple of years after Brady's gone, right, to try to prove that he wasn't the magic. Ooh, that's another good question. I mean, who's gonna? You know, is this an ego thing? It'd be interesting to see how big of egos are in that room. You know, if if Belichick says, well. I'm the one that put it together. If Brady's like, well, nobody's won without me here either. Oh, my gosh. You know, which is the, it goes back to the whole Jerry Jones, Jimmy Johnson thing. Yep. We would still be winning we Super Bowls. <laughs> we might not if have ever lost get a along, Super Bowl God if they could have gotten along. I mean, think of Barry Switzer. I, I think one of us could have stepped in when Barry Switzer won the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 30 there, and, and done the job. Well, I think we would have won 29 and 30. Ooh, we would have made it to 29. Yeah, well, we would have won it, too. <laughs> so there's no there's no doubt that I would have won two Super Bowls as that coach there. And Barry Switzer screwed the first one up, won the second. In the NFC and championship all you, game. And yes. literally all you had to do was not do anything. That's true. But keep your guys like, hey, guys, make it to meetings on time. Prepare right. Don't get crazy. So going back there, that obviously was a few few years ago for our younger listeners out there. That was Which uh, we do. Our demographic, the 18 to 24 year olds is out off the charts. You should see the numbers. Steve pulling numbers here. It's unreal. Man. But anyway, for those who weren't born back then, the uh, the Cowboys uh, the NFC Championship game against the 49ers, we were down what 21 nothing at the half and then Aikman went on a tear and brought us back. We ended up losing in that mud bowl and then they went on to slaughter the uh, uh, Chargers, remember that. So you're right. We would have had two Super Bowls. That would have been four Super Bowls in a row. Nobody's ever done it. Nobody's ever done yeah. three in a row. Unreal. Unreal. I can remember that back then, but I can't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> That's what's the hard part of doing the show. Um, and we got to get better with it. I'd love to have more plays up, as, as, you know, queued up. Now that we got the new studios here at Lineup Media. Oh, by the way, hit that mood lighting. Hit that little white button over there. Show you how there's music goes. to go with it. Look at that. Isn't that even better? That's how I record my shows. This is how you do it, nice and <laughs> no. Leave it off, babe. Leave it off. Come on over. So I'd you can love change to get the colors of this too, folks. If you could see what we're talking about here, it'd be we got to start videoing this. This got to get on a YouTube channel. But you know, the sixty-five inch, if that was working, I'd love to have the plays up so we can kind of break down through a game a little bit more. Absolutely. Uh, I just think it makes a little bit more sense. Travis does a real good job of that. I think he has some um, stuff that he does with Jono when, when they're on together, but we just need that in studio. It just makes a little bit uh, better of a presentation so we're not kind of hopping around too much. So we apologize for that, but you know what? We really don't give a shit. We're doing pretty good oh, here. I think we've got pretty entertaining guys. going back and forth. A couple guys over here talking some uh, Dallas Cowboy football, and Dallas it's hard to complain. Cowboys. You know, It's a lot easier it's really easy to do the show when you lose. You know, it, think about it. You got things to complain about. It's easier to do the show when you have the Jets game that happened than when you had the Eagles game. Because the Eagles game, you're like, you, you just feel like, man, I got to find something to correct. You know, what can they do? At the end of the day, nothing. Yeah, it was good. Hey, just play like that every week, weekend and week out. Plug can you in. do that? That's all we need. That's all we need. That's all I ask. How do you do that, Rich? As a football guy, how do you get the guys to perform at that Eagles game level every game? Well, I don't know if you can – well, preparation, you know. Well, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, right? So you got to prepare to win, not prepare, oh, we're going to skate past these guys. I mean, that's all in the preparation, the mental preparations, because you have to have, once again, kind of dilute the light switch thing. If they don't have any power going to the light switch, you can flip that sucker all day long. If there's nothing built up, all the energy, nothing's going to happen. And they obviously, in the Jets game, they had no energy. And I'm thinking that the same thing happened with the Saints game. 
They just kind of overlooked it. You know, oh, Breeze is out. All right, we got this thing. It's a mental thing. You know, you go into it, you're not prepared, you're, you're probably not going to win. And they battled back in that second half, as we talked about, but it was a little too little too late. And uh, they came out prepared, which Ryan and I just uh, we talked about a little bit about the uh, kind of looking forward to the Vikings game to see exactly what they've got. But we can't overlook the Giants going into that. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost thinking the Eagles, I don't know how they couldn't have been prepared for this game, but maybe maybe we played that well and uh, the Eagles were that bad on that day. But I would have liked to seen a little better fight from the Eagles. But then in hindsight, I guess I'm glad we're not because we don't have any, any other right. players injured. Right. 37-10, I mean, that's no fight from them. No. And I don't see... Even Collinsworth said, you know, I was expecting to see a little bit more from the uh, from the Eagles here, their game planning. Yeah, and and that's the, the, you know, we tend to look at that and say, well, that's the Cowboys doing it, dictating the game. Sure. And, and that's what I saw. I saw pressure on Carson Wentz, constant pressure, him under the gun all the time that these guys are getting in. They're making him uncomfortable in there, which is what we didn't see against the Jets. And I'll go back. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on the on the Packers game. I think they, you know, got to Rodgers, but he's just so darn good. You know, he was able to escape. He's elusive. So, sure. but yeah. Um, but to answer your question, we we've got to prepare prepare to win. Okay. I mean, that's uh, that's the biggest thing. We all know that. Easier said than done. And of course, we can say, yeah, well, gosh darn, why can't they play that way every single week? Well, I don't know. It's it's uh, what the coaching staff goes through. I heard that. Um, Okay, I had his name on the tip of my tongue. It's it's gone now. The the older guy that's been our defensive coordinator for a long time. Uh, oh gosh, darn it! For us, yeah, Marinelli, Marinelli, yeah, the older guy, and he hands out loaves of bread in the game films on on players that get caught on the field loafing. And if you get a loaf of bread, <laughs> that means well, not only are you embarrassed in front of everybody, but your playing time is cut as well. So no one wants to get a loaf. I thought that was pretty. Uh, pretty fantastic. Unless you're Willie. I'll take that loaf. I'll take that loaf right now, Willie, on the offensive line. Just a Hall of Famer for you. So let's break this down a little bit as as we close off the show here because we're getting to the Cowboys oh, yeah. bye week. Looking at the AFC, obviously Patriots 7-0, and Bills 5-1, and everybody else terrible. Yeah. You got the Chiefs, which now becomes – What's going to happen with Mahomes out for a Four minimum six, three, that, right? Yeah, so minimum three. Hey, on Mahomes, real quick, do you think that's going to affect the play calling of other coaches? You know, the quarterback sneak was almost a given when you got those short down situations. Do you think that's going to affect the the calling a little bit, or you think that's just a fluky duke and it just? I, I think it's a fluky duke, and I didn't even hear anything other than somebody landed on it, goofy or something, or hit him from the side to dislocate the kneecap. Yeah, I, I just don't see. I, I I still see them going for. I didn't you know, mean them. I just meant around the league. Yeah. You know, because yeah, Collinsworth right. and uh, um, Michaels brought it up, you know, when Dak did the two uh, quarterback dives there for the first down. Well, one was the first down, one was not. Right. But uh, they brought that up. And I'm like, I wonder if the coaches are going to think a little differently here on that. It's kind of. I think you need, I think you'll you'll have to have a couple of different injuries that are yeah. very similar for uh, for something to change like that. Okay. Um, well, you do take note whenever a name of that caliber, it happens to that, someone like that. Sure. Right. Then then you get, you know, um, like I said, the Chiefs are going to be in a battle there. We'll see what happens uh, there out west with the AFC. The North, Ravens playing well. Um, Browns not playing well. Obviously, it's still early. I mean, you're seven, six, seven games, depending on if you've had your bye or not in here. So, 
Um, we'll see what happens. I guess the Cinderella team, the Colts. Well, well, if you have somebody at the AFC still. Yeah. yeah. Jacoby Brissett there taking over. I mean, they, I think when Locke, you know, was hanging it up, I think Indianapolis fans mailed it in. So, what are we going to We're having to go rebuild. Jacoby's playing well. So, see what happens there. But over to the NFC, Cowboys take control. Four and three. You've now beat everybody in your division. Isn't that right? nice? Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Yeah. Yeah. So, because division wins. The division wins are big. Yes, Separation are. right there. Uh, the, the 49ers out west. That, that you said Cinderella. Cinderella, what the heck? yeah. How, Six and oh. Wow. Unreal, unreal. And and Very Seahawks unreal. right there. The And how quickly, and we've talked about this, the NFL, not for long, <laughs> how quickly do teams nice do teams fall? Not that a 4-3 and three Rams team is down, but they don't look like the Rams of last year. Nope. Not at but, all. I mean, you talk about a... Uh, Different. Well, and they came out at the beginning of the year, and I mean, it's like same Rams as last year, man. Yep. They're going to blow the, the roof off this thing, and then suddenly hit that wall, adversity, or, you know, what, what's I mean, any league. It's the copycat league. You know, right. you, if you don't change things up, what got you here may not get you to the promised land. You got to continue to change because game films and, you know, these athletes and these coaching staffs, and they've got, they pick up on everything. I mean, and it'll go back to baseball just real quick. You, do you remember a day, and a, a younger listener's not going to, when the catcher would go out to talk to the pitcher, we wouldn't cover up his mouth. Right. I mean, now you've got people reading lips. Well, the same thing, obviously, game films, all the little uh, nuances, the audibles they call. Here's the check that calls that check. You know, the back to pitcher. He drops his hand down. He's doing a curveball. He calls this audible, this check off, and then his play is going to happen. So, yeah, you're going to have to continue to be creative. And I don't want to say the Rams have run out of creative juices here, but – the league has figured them out, at least at this point. Yeah, right Right now. Then uh, the Packers, the Vikings, both look good in the north and, and the Saints in the south. The reason why I bring this up is because there's a clear difference between the AFC top, yeah. the guys that are going to playoff bound, and those that aren't. Mm-hmm. Okay, Whereas the NFC is a little bit more muddled. The reason why I bring this up is because the Cowboys, you're going to have to win your division. Okay? To get in, because well, yeah, losing the no division, there right. is no wild card for the NFC East. Nope. I mean, there's teams that are out there that are that are have the same record or better that are that might be on the outside looking in. Yeah, I so, think you have a, a, a handful. Of, I mean, not a handful, but definitely two or three teams that are going to have uh, winning records that are not going to make it in. And uh, uh, of course, the AFC, like you said, there's there's. I don't know. That's too much disparity there. Right. But the uh, the NFC, you're going to have to win the division or you're probably not going to get in, period. Yep. And it's never too early to start thinking about the playoffs, right? No. I get it. You get, but, but you have to take care of your business week in and week, week out. out. Yep. And, and I think uh, from the East standpoint, from where we sit, we're going to have to make sure that uh, these guys keep getting beat up. You know, we, we're going to need the Redskins to shock the Eagles one time. We're going to need the Giants to, to shock the Eagles. Absolutely. You know, we're going to, you know, so we're going to need some of that because we have a tough schedule. Yep. East has a tough schedule this year. So, Better, yeah, win the, better win your division right now. It doesn't get easy looking ahead. Not at all. Not at all. Well, guys, any closing thoughts here? What do you think? Anybody want to give me a score for uh, Sunday's game for the Cowboys? Oh, a week from Sunday. No, no, this Sunday. What do you think? we got a bye week. We're not going to lose. How about that? Uh, I guarantee it. 
Come on, guys. It's a dad joke. Got me. Ah. No closing thought, Ryan? Yeah, I'm going to give a score on the Cowboys-Eagles game. 37-10. <laughs> you, you threw a bad dad joke. I'm going to throw one out there. Hey, I bet against them. Everybody in Cowboy Nation can thank me. Because I'm the one that lost $100. Man, that's sacrilege. I can't. I, Hold on. I can't do Venmo. To st- <laughs> if I had a Venmo account, I'd, I, can, I might be able to make my money back there. Right? Have people send, you know, hey, we'll pay, we'll pay some of that for you losing. I might be able to do that Venmo. next time. Is that like a GoFundMe? Yeah, it's like a GoFundMe. Go, go, go fund Steve's. <laughs> uh, he's going to bet against the Cowboys every week. So yes. fund him so he can have the funds to do it. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll that works whatever, out in some sick, twisted way. <laughs> whatever it is, whatever you send me, I will bet against the Cowboys every week. What do you think? Uh, what's your cut on that? What, 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 oh, I'll take the winnings. The top. Okay. <laughs> I'll All take right. the winnings. <laughs> but I won't have the losings, right? <laughs> Losers. Anyway, uh. for Ryan, for Rich, for Jono over at the circus in uh, London, this is Steve-O, man. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. We'll see you next time. Go boys. Go boys. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.